0: Welcome back to Richard Network Podcast. It's your boy, Yak. It's your boy, T. Uh, thank you guys so much for everybody that's supporting man. Make yeah. sure you guys keep doing your thing. We got a lot of you kind of different videos coming to you guys, especially from our interns. So we'll talk about that yep. very soon. But as of now we got another great one. Um, this is somebody that's been working with PB Jobs for some time now, alongside with our trainers, working with um, our staff. Just a great overall individual and his great things are going for him now. Um, but I want to give a warm up to our
1: boy, Flavio. Thank you for yes. doing this, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Last thank minute,
2: you. too. Last yeah. minute. Thank you, guys. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, no, no, for real. Thank you for for saying, you know, I know you had a couple things going on, mm-hmm. but just yeah. for saying, yeah. Uh, but a lot of people don't know. Even though we have, people would think we would have a lot of access to right. everybody, we do. But not everybody wants to do an interview, and we get it, you know, right. so.
0: And those um, that, that can, they got a lot of moving parts here. They got to go yeah, do absolutely. work now. They got to go, you know, which is okay. You can't complain, man. You guys are doing your
2: thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. But with that being said, you're, you you grew up uh, in Pasadena. That's pretty much kind of your background. I want you to talk about what that was like for you. Um, you know, how you kind of have come up from there.
2: All right. So, um, again, my name is Flavio. You know, I'm known in Pasadena as A.K. Downer from Northside Pasadena. Um, pretty much, you know what I'm saying, I'm Mexicano. I migrated here when my mother brought me. My mother and my father brought me when I was about two years old. Mm. Um, we landed in L.A. initially, East L.A. You know, it was... I would say the 80s, and, you know, at that time, gangs were, like, flourishing, you know? Drugs were coming around, so it was like, my parents were like, nah. We stood there for maybe about six months, they're like, we're gone. Mm. Let's go to Pasadena. We did that. Well, unfortunately, it was spreading everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I grew up there, I went to school, you know, I started learning, you know, English because, obviously, my first language is Spanish. That must have been tough. Yeah, you know? What like, was that
0: like for you? I mean, because, like, really, like, you can't make friends. You're going to school. You can't even pay attention. You're trying to learn. Yeah,
2: yeah. What was yeah. that like for you? It, it was hard because, like you said, one, I couldn't communicate. So that was, like, my background, right? Like, my field of experience is, like, Spanish is all I know. Yeah. So trying to communicate with the teachers or even the other students, right, was like, what... Then you get made fun of, right? Because I'm from Mexico, so I go with fucking boots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, had that, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With the and
1: everything. All that
2: shit. Oh, so man. it was like, you know, I had a fucking flannel. It wasn't like, I wasn't, it, I didn't look like a part of everybody else, you know? So obviously I was, you could see, okay, what's up with this kid, you know? So I don't know, you know, just from a young age, you know, it was, it was difficult because I couldn't communicate and then, you know, I was still young, you know, so you know, as for me, I don't want to talk about for everybody else, is like, I was like the baby still, right? You know, I'm only fucking three years old, four years old, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, you know, um, even having to go to the restroom, how do I ask for that? That's nuts. You know
0: deep, that. I never thought about something like, like I, that, I couldn't
2: yeah. really, you know, communicate. So I would walk out and I would get in trouble like, hey, where are you going? Mm. You know, I got to go to the fucking bathroom. Like, yeah. you know, so it was cool, you know, but luckily, you know, um, the, Head Start that I did go to uh, was a Latino. It was basically Latinos there, you know. So eventually Mm. they caught on. They're like, "Oh, we have to transition this." You know what I'm saying? Mm So yeah, they gave me a little bit more help. You know, they were more you know patient with me. And then eventually, I'm saying I picked it up real quick because I was still young, you know. So I picked it up real quick from there. You know what I'm saying? I went to elementary, same thing. You know what I'm saying? I still was still dressing like damn, you know, like. People still make fun of me, like, what the fuck's up with this dude, you know? Right. Did, now did, you,
1: most people, oh, real quick, most ahead. people when they come, they have family or cousins or anything like that. Did you get uh, connected with any anybody to kind of like nah. grow up your age and kind of like, hey, really? No, nah,
2: because, well, this was a trippy part. So my mother and my father landed in LA. Then we moved to Pasadena, right? Gotcha. My uncles, which came with us too, they actually fucking ended up in Laguna Beach. Whoa! So they were a whole nother like level, right? Yeah. And then they didn't really like my pops, so it was like, ah, you do you guys, you guys you do your own shit, you know? So my, the family we did have, we didn't, you know what I'm saying? We didn't live together, we didn't go out, we didn't go visit them, anything like that. So it was pretty much we were on our own. You Mm. guys, yeah, just us. You know what I mean? So. You know, as any other community, you know, other people took us in. We started to know people. My mother started getting friends. So then, you know, we blended in with the community after a while. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool, you know what I mean? But it was just initially it was pretty hard, you know what I mean, to just be able to, like I said, communicate or even get around, like what the fuck is this, like. Right, right. I, I don't know this, you know. I'm more in Mexico, we're, we're, we're together, you know what I'm saying? The neighbor knows you, the other neighbor, shit, somebody across the other town knows you. Oh, yeah, everybody's just waving at each other, 100%. yeah, yeah. So.
1: <laughs> and in the 80s, um, it was still frowned upon a lot, right? A lot of yeah. raza wasn't really trying to speak Spanish out in nope. the open. Teachers would tell you, Hey, we're in America, you're supposed to speak, you know? oh, yeah, that, like for sure, yeah, that was now one it's of them. a little main easier, thing. but, but yeah, I can imagine 80s was, was tough.
2: Yeah, you know, because they did tell me that. Specifically, they would tell me, stop talking Spanish. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, Damn, that must have been tough. Like, that's what I talk, you know? So I was, I think that's where things first started for me, because initially it was like, man, why the fuck are they fuck telling me, like, don't talk Spanish? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I know, you know? So, you know, luckily for me, I kept it. A lot of people we know, like nowadays, some, some of our younger youth, they don't even know Spanish. It's Most lost. Stable? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know so.
0: what? I'll be honest, bro. I am uh, guilty to that. <laughs> I am guilty to that. But the thing is, I think it's now that parents don't really have too much time to kind of teach your kids, too. I feel like sometimes right. a lot of parents are out of now, everyone's working. Before it was mom stays home, dad goes to work. Now Never it's mom and dad. About it that way. Mom yeah. and dad are gone. Right. Grandparents, sometimes a lot of people don't have access mm-hmm. to it now.
2: Like, no, you're right. That's the way I feel. I mean, I didn't really get it. But yeah, 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 yeah that you have a that great makes point. Sense. Yeah, but then I think that what it really happened to, even at work, right, our parents would be told,
1: don't talk Spanish,
2: here." So then our, you know, because I remember my ex-wife's grandma, she would to this, rest in peace, she just passed away like a Mm. year ago. To this day, she was like still just speaking English. And it's like, I mean, you only talk Spanish predominantly, why? Mm. But it's just, it was instilled in us, right? Like, stop. And that's through colonization, right? Like, stop talking your language, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, but I learned it, you know what I'm saying? And I was able to move, you know, maneuver through school for a little mm-hmm. bit. But then, you know what I'm saying? I got caught up just like everybody else. So although my parents left and we wanted to move from L.A., Pasadena was becoming the same thing, you know what I'm saying?
1: So so you go from L.A. where you realize that it's the gangs are a thing, hmm. shit's active, You go to Pasadena thinking it wasn't going to be the same, pretty much. Yeah,
2: I I think that's what my parents thought. Me, I was more, I was a kid. I was just being a kid. So it's like, because it was literally the 80s. I was born in 78, you know what I mean? So two years later, it's literally the 80s. So for me, I was just being a kid, you know what I mean? But then we lived in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh shit, this is who I see. And then my pops, like I said, he was around, but like how we were just saying, he was at work. Mm -hmm. all day. My mom at work, you know? So it was like, what did I do? I hung around with everybody else that was around me, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I ended up, you know, just gravitating to, you know, becoming a gang member, you know what I'm saying? Which
0: is a trip to me because I was just telling you too, like, the the Pasadena I know now is not the Pasadena that, I mean, the way that I hear from you right now, like, there's that, I guess there's that little part of it where there is gang involvement and things like that. When you go to Pasadena, I mean, me, I see like, it's beautiful. It's, it's also gentrified, the way I would see it.
2: No, yeah, but definitely. It cha- so it changed a lot yeah. from that oh, time. Oh yeah, man, I'm definitely. Assuming. Like, so back then, it was predominantly. See, a lot of people don't know the Rose Bowl area, that was owned by African American people.
0: That's
1: interesting. That's crazy. And, and people Rose Bowl don't know. Is it. Now the craziest, gentr- most gentrified. Yeah, place. That, that's
2: completely taken over by white. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? But that right there. A lot of African-American people in Pasadena own their property. Even Rasa owns their property. But Beautiful. The now the- it's gentrified and they're trying to kick us out more and more and more. You know, But yeah, man, like, people got a mistake in Pasadena. I'm not trying you know, I love my city. Mm-hmm. I want the best for my city. I don't mm-hmm. want nobody and no bullshit. You know? But there is a part of Pasadena which is Northwest Pasadena specifically. You know what I'm saying? But then don't get it twisted. You go to the east side, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It might be a little bit more... You know, I would say integrated, but there's are still neighborhoods. That's still, what people that's don't still. get. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, like I was just telling you know, sorry, what's your name? Damien, Damien. Damien, my yep. bad. Um, Damien, we're just con- you know speaking about how one of the biggest blood gangs is in Pasadena, Pasadena, Denver lanes. So no one talks about it. It's all hidden.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah.
2: Oh, no one wants. And then this is the craziest part. I know you guys know Jackie Robinson, right? Baseball so, player, yeah. He has a brother, though. It's not just him. You know so what I'm saying?
1: last name, huh? Robinson. Yeah,
2: so it's Robinson the family, right? Well, I'm not going to sit there and say everything, but I just know he was a big part of the, um, a movement, you know, for their, for their rights. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys know, but he was in the Olympics. He won the Olympics in Germany, and he threw up black power. That's somebody from Pasadena that nobody talks about.
1: He's from Pasadena? Yeah. That, that is insane. That is a historical type figure, you know what I yeah. mean, that you would think would be highlighted left and right.
2: Yeah, know? but see, the Jackie Robinson was the baseball player. Mm-hmm. His brother wasn't, right? His brother was an actor. He, I think he was on um, cross track. He did cross mm-hmm. track, track or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or track. And, um, but, yeah, he was in the Olympics, you know what I'm saying? He won it, but he kind of was more for his people. So if you go to Pasadena, and it's crazy, so a lot of people don't know. There's big old monuments of their faces only. They have one, which is Jackie Robinson, facing away from City Hall. And then they have one facing City Hall. And that represents because his brother stood here, and Jackie Robinson left. As soon as he had his little money, he said, I'm gone. He was gone. Mm. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and through that was before PDL, though. There was other neighborhoods there. Even before Northside, because I'm from Northside. There was other neighborhoods there. You know what I mean? But it was different, right? Now gangs is like gang banging, drugs, all this other extra shit, right? Right. But right. gangs, you know, like we got to keep it real. They were there for protection. You know what I mean? Their community, their people. So that's what that was about. So,
1: okay. So so touching on that, going back to, to probably at this point, late 80s-ish, yeah. you're already starting to grasp the language. You already got a hold of that. So now you can you feel comfortable kicking it with the dudes that are hanging around because now you can kind of communicate? Is that how that happened?
2: Yeah, pretty much because, well, see, this is a little thing about my neighborhood. So most of us are raza, but we also have white boys,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like
2: straight white boys that don't know Spanish.
0: That's crazy.
2: So I was able to still communicate just because there was a lot of us that knew Spanish. You know, so a lot of my older homeboys, they knew Spanish. Got you. You know what I mean? So they were like, hey, you know. It first started with like, oh, let's get this guy to fight the other guy. That's how it started. You know what I mean? And I would see him in the alley. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on Madison and Mountain. And right behind my apartments is an alley. That's where everybody kicked it at. You know what i mean?
1: So, So they would be like, where's Fabio? Fabio, go get him up with the little homie over there. Yeah, well,
2: what was crazy is they would team me up with Dooneyhead. His name was Dooneyhead. And we would, they will go to him, and they will be like, he said something about your mom. And they will go to me, and they will yeah. say the exact same shit. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, hey, fool? Like, and we just get him up, mm-hmm. right? And it was like, eventually we caught on, like, man, these motherfuckers putting up against us, you know? Because he was African-American. So for them, it was an entertainment, you know? And yeah, it was like, yeah. what the fuck? So when we got up, I went to school with Dooney, you know? So it wasn't like I had an issue with him, you know? So, you know, we grew out of it, but it went from there to, like, if you guys, I don't know how old you guys are, but they used to have cigarettes in the back of the registers back in the days. Mm-hmm. So I would go steal the cigarettes for them. That's how I started being friends with them. And they was like, oh, got shit. You. They, right? They glorified me like, oh, yeah, you know, the little, and See I felt through. good. Yeah. Like, imagine. you know, my dad's not really there. So I'm like, fuck it. This is what I'm doing right here. So that's how I ended up kicking in my neighborhood.
1: Got you. Mm. Got you. How was um, those those early interactions Hanging out with those type of dudes, like what, what, um, because most of the time there's negative things attached to it, right? Yes. So what, what kind of, where did that lead you? And also being from Mexico, how did that? Were you was a deportation an issue? Was any of that type of stuff, like? And then having to still be active and mm. and you know sometimes that will conflict.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, in Pasadena we didn't really have an immigration issue. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Obviously, if you go to jail and you know it's a whole different story, but nah, man, it was cool. Like you know, what I mean, I don't remember ever dealing with anything about immigration at all as a juvenile, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it was all right, you know what I mean? Like, the first interactions, like I said, was fighting, you know what I mean? But then I would see other neighborhoods come, and then next thing you know, they're fighting, and I'm still young, you oh, know? Oh, man. So I'm like, oh, shit. So then it's like, man, well, that's oh, well, that's who I look up to, yeah. so I'm like, well, I think I have an issue with this dude now, I see. right? So then now it's like, and this was early. This is second grade, man. Like, third grade. Damn, you were So this dumb. was, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when I, when I got... When I first, first got, like, okay, I'm going to be from a neighborhood, I was probably, like, eight years old. What? Like, it was already in my mind. It was already instilled. Like, I remember getting caught with coke. Me and my homie, Lil Negro, we were in third grade. We got caught with coke. Third
0: grade. Third grade. Third you grade. Got
2: you know There's what I'm
0: was, saying? Is, and was that... At that school, was that common, too, where you were at?
2: Yeah, I mean, because... My homeboy Ghost, which is older, went there. He was already in fifth grade. And you know, he's already ditching, doing the other shit, right? Oh, People are picking man. him up. The homies are coming in the cars. You know, girls are licking. And so it's like, oh man, I want to do that, you know? So I didn't have Coke. It wasn't I wasn't doing the coke, but I was holding it. Nuts. No,
1: which that's, that's, will still get you caught yeah. up. That's yeah. part of the that's part of how it starts. Yeah. Um, what was uh um normally Mexican dads, especially fresh from Mexico, they're, they're stern.
2: They're, they right. have a hard
1: hand. How did he take care of seeing his son probably shave his head now, kicking it in the corner? How did he take that?
2: You know what? To be honest with you, he, my dad wasn't around like that. Like, my dad, he tried. Like, he really did try to be mm-hmm. this, but my mom, and no disrespect to my dad, she wore the pants. Like, my mom is the one that was like, what the fuck? It wasn't my dad. It wasn't my mom that I was can like... I see that. Dude, yeah, what did I, she say I, then when, I, she, when <laughs>
0: she started seeing that?
2: Well... Remember I was, you know, before we got on, I was telling you my, um well, we talked about it. My uncles moved to Laguna Beach, right? So she would always threaten me with, I'm going to send you to Laguna Beach. Yeah. I'm going to send you to Laguna Beach. Mm. And I'm like, man, I don't even know my uncles. What the fuck, man? Nah, that's not happening. So here and there, I'll straighten up, right? I wouldn't act up. But the first thing was my uncle came, and he seen me, shave my head, and he goes, oh, hell no, nah, we're not doing that. So he waited a couple of weeks. He let my hair grow. He tried to give me a haircut, you know? Well, I went back to school and everybody started making fun of me. Like, look at this fool trying to change up. Look at him, you know? So that was a, my whole thing of being bald headed or not trying, you know? It was just a part of trying to fit in at the end of the day, you know what I mean?
0: Damn, that's, that's tough. That you is, because that shit will, that shit, I feel like it will pull you in ways that you don't, you shouldn't have been pulled in. But because you're trying to fit in and just feel comfortable where you're at, you change.
2: A yeah, yeah, because it, it's easy. Even the clothes, right, that we were talking yeah. about. So somebody come, my homeboy Leo Negro, right? His home. His brother was already older, already went to Y A. He was wearing Dickies, Mm -hmm. Ben Davis, all this, right? So what did he do? He get he taught his little brother, right? So his little brother, little would come. Hey, for here's some Dickie pants. That's how I started changing. Damn. So then now I had one pair of Dickie pants. I had to hide for my mom. You know. That's That's how. uh,
1: So at that time, the the Dickie pants, the hairnets, the the flannels were all those indicators of somebody being a, a, a gang member at that time, that was like the, like, hey, you know, if a homeboy's yeah. wearing dickies, you're active. Yeah, ain't nobody is. wearing dickies like that, or yeah. Cortez. Exactly. Oh, man.
0: Converse. cortez That was yeah. it? You yeah. were wearing Cortez at yeah. that time. Yeah. It? That's so funny. I remember. Long so- belts with the letters, yeah. the whole, yeah. All right. You know, the white shirts.
1: The
2: little...
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. White tees were Only thing, white like shirts. Staffords. Like, yeah. The Staffords back yeah. in the day? Okay. But,
2: I mean, then they went to, like, AAA and all this other new okay. stuff, right? Okay. But Overall, and then now it's pro club, whatever, like, right? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's always been the same culture. And I still, like, I mean, here I dress a little different, and I might do, but to this day, I mean, my kids would be like, Dad, like, you, you're not Second in the 80s. 80s. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I know, but this is just how I dress. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I toned yeah, it down, you yeah. know? But, yeah, I mean, bit baggy ass pants, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When it was like, you were probably size 29, but you're wearing 44 pants.
1: And it was normal.
2: And it was I'm normal. It was like,
0: hey, what happened with uh, when you got caught with the coke then? Nothing happened? Then he called the cops or nothing
2: like that? Yeah, well, see, back then, we had cops on campus, even then. Oh, okay. So they had, like, Officer Bob Lomeli. I still remember that, for because he, well, what it was was, Leonardo gave it to me. I gave it to Jose Pacheco, another dude. He went and got caught up and told all of us. Well, he had it, he had it. So I didn't actually get caught with it. So they couldn't do too much, right? Mm. But that's how it happened. And then we got into, you know, Officer Lomeli's fucking office and they were like, hey, what the fuck? You know, where'd you guys get it from? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know? But they're like, we know already. You got to just tell us, you know? So it wasn't, I guess maybe because we didn't get caught physically with it. Didn't
0: get it wasn't
2: home. any worse, right? And then we were young. I mean, think about it. Mm. Third grade, that ain't nothing. It mean, worked maybe what, seven, eight years old? You know what I mean? It's like, they were like, more yes, like, eight, like, what the young. fuck? They were more like, let me help you. Because back then, if I don't know how you guys were, but I got hit in school.
1: Oh, really? You were that time where the school was still yeah, with you? Yeah, you were hitting on oh, the fucking crazy. Paddle. See, I, I forgot so we all got about hit. That. Yeah, we got that. hit. I was past my time. Too,
2: you know, my mom signed that shit quick. Like yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> hit, my mom hit this that mom shit quick. <laughs> like so we got hit and shit. You know what I mean? Like over that and other incidents, you know what I'm mean? saying? So that's how that was the discipline then. Get hit with the fucking ruler first, you know, for talking and shit like that. And then it was go to the fucking principal, he's gonna hit your ass.
0: They would do this shit in front of the whole class?
2: No. The the ruler, yeah. But the whole getting hit with the fucking paddle, you go into the principal's office. That is so
0: nuts. you really take a look back at that now and you if you were to ask people now that we try to bring we, that I back we it'd it would be crazy. I am <I'm> not, <laughs> not against it. I'm not against it, but if you were trying to bring that back now, oh my god. Oh yeah, no. Nah, people man. would go crazy. You yeah, it wouldn't like be dead, uh, it wouldn't
1: be acceptable no
0: more. 100% but. not. But yeah. um and but that kind of like that shows you where this era or like these you know the adults now, they're adults, you know, right? But the kids uh, coming yeah. up now it's like, there's like these little intricacies that people are like, they, they complain about everything, right? Yeah. And I say this to say, because obviously I'm seeing that even myself with other people I know, I'm seeing it like, why are you complaining about that? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you know? All right. Well, to get back to your story though, um, now you went, did you start seeing violence at this time too? Was that, were you exposed to violence? And then what was that like for you if you were?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember my homeboy, Chimpy, he wasn't even from North yet. Yeah. And, um, but this... He's a homie. He's still, you know, I mean? We still kick it, everything. His name is Armando, you know? Um, I would look up to him because he was that guy. Like, if anybody said something to him, mm-hmm. anybody looked at him wrong, he's like, what's up? You know? So I remember one time we were in fifth. He was in fifth, and I was, I think, third now, or going on fourth. And um, he got into it with some dude from PDL, actually. And he fucked him up with a bat. And, and I'm like, a,
1: what the fuck? Like I can see yeah, where that might that leaves an impression on a youngster, man.
2: Yeah, you and know? it was like and then then, I don't know if you guys remember, there were kings of the school. No, he was the no, king no, of the school. That was a thing, huh? That was a thing, but when, when I was younger, there was the king of the school. And that's who everybody's scared of. So so I was like a bully. Yeah, a yeah, the the school bully. So it was like That was what I saw, you know? Chimpy and then his brother Mikey was a boxer and he knew how to get down. He never got into no neighborhood or nothing, but he could get down. So it was like steps of that I would see. And it's like for me, it was like, okay, I wanna be the king of the school one day. Mm -hmm. So hell yeah, I'm gonna get down with fools. Are they talking about me? Are they looking at me? And that's just how it all started from that certain one incident that I saw when he beat the dude up with a bat. It was like, all right, this how you make your presence i guess you would Correct. say yeah.
1: huh? um it, it's crazy i think mean, i think we need to highlight like how easy it it is to leave that type of impression on a youngster yeah. you know the incident like that stays with you and now it makes you create this whole scenario of what you want to do and what you want to chase in life at right. an early age without even yeah. like experiencing what real life is real drama is these are all things that we put ourselves through you right. know um, but it's crazy to just understand that, like, fuck, when you're doing things with youngsters around. I tell people all the time. I ride around. I bump the craziest music ever. But I tell people when the when I get out the car and the music goes off, I am back to a professional. Yeah. You know, you gotta know that this stuff is not not real. You know, yeah. it's real if you make it real. If you live it, yeah, it's it's that's what your life is. You right. know, but
2: it's um, entertainment. I think it's sometimes. entertainment. Yeah,
1: and I think at that age, again, you're just so impressionable that that it, you just take it and you run with it, and then. You don't realize till years later the the gravity of those situations you know,
2: and I think like one thing that I could remember too that like fucked me up mentally for a little bit, not alone but for a while was my teacher, Miss Barnes. I remember when we were in it was I was in third grade, and we were doing right then I forgot what we were doing in class exactly, but she came up and she goes, "You know you ain't gonna be shit right no. and it was like, what, all right, cool, you know what I mean so it was like uh." shit like that, and then seeing my homies, and it was like, and then my house situation wasn't, you know, really, like, Hmm. good. I was like, all right, well, this is what I'm gonna do. This is where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I'm already seeing it. This is what I'm, you know, not that I liked it, but I wasn't being impressed by it, right? So it was like, I was indulging in it a little by little. You know what I'm saying? And then when it was like, then, now motherfuckers get into neighborhoods like nothing. It's just, you just get in, you know? But for me, when I was young, it's like, you had to put in work, or you had to like do something to get there. It wasn't yeah. you just come around. Next thing you know, you're from somewhere, right? So all my elementary years is what I was. That's what I was doing. You know, another person that I thought was from another side, I stopped not hanging around with him. You know what I mean? Jose Pacheco, to, the one that do got coke, he was my enemy. He was from Via Boys. As soon as we got out of elementary, he went to Via. I went to Northside, and now we didn't. Even, we're not even friends. Mm-hmm.
1: But isn't that pretty crazy, huh? Thinking back yeah. on it, how from one moment to the next, a childhood friend becomes Definitely. the opposite of that.
2: You Definitely. Because we were cool. Like It was literally me, Little Nero, Jose Pacheco, and CJ. And CJ's brother was from PDL, you know? just all and kids we were all growing kids growing up, kicking it, being cool. But as soon as we left elementary we hit junior high, and now other other people around us. And that was, gangs were right there flourishing in in junior high in Pasadena, you know? I went to Elliott. All the Villa boys were there. It was just me, Lil Negro, and my homeboy Chino. And Chino was in eighth grade. I was in sixth Mm -hmm. grade. So it was like, fuck it. I mean, I'm already here. I'm already claiming it. We just going to do this. You know what I mean?
0: Let me ask you something. Did you uh, start getting tats at that age, too?
2: Yeah. When did you get your first tattoo? I think I was, like, 11 years old. Was 11. 11,
1: so youngster, real youngster.
2: Young, though. young. I remember it was in the back of a goddamn trash can. Me and my homies, my homie Tripper, he was an artist. And we're all young, right? And we're like, man, we should get tattoos like the older dudes. And we're like, what, for real? Nah. Well, my homeboy, Lil Negro, was already going to placement. He was already doing all that, right? Well, he got NSP on his wrist. And we're like, oh, what the fuck? So it was, like, the next level, right? Huh. The fighting, all that. Yeah, we know them now. Like, let's get tatted. You know what I mean, let's show them that we wanna be from it. You know, so back then we did it with a needle. This is one of my first ones, Jokers. It was with a needle.
1: Old school needle, huh? Damn.
2: And then from that was the first one. And then, like I said, the the one in back of a trash the trash can. I got N S P. That was an actual tattoo machine, but we made it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were literally just kicking it in the alley. And we're like, fuck it, let's do it. And I remember going home, and my mom was like, what the fuck? That's
0: what I'm thinking, too. Like, as soon as you get home, what are your parents thinking? What's family? My thinking?
2: mom was tripping. But, see, me and my mom had a really good relationship, to be honest uh, with you. Like, I would never I didn't lie. I told her straight up. When she told me, what you're doing at school? I told her I was fighting. Why were you doing this? Hey, they were messing with me. That's just what it was, you know what I mean? She didn't like it, but, you know... I was to her son, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah,
1: yeah. for her,
2: it was just like, how do I, how can she guide me better, right? So, it was more like a talk. Hey, yeah, I got my ass whooped, don't get me wrong, a lot, you know? But, for her, it was like, she was not realizing, fuck, where's my son heading to? Yeah. Because now, even though, we, again, we're trying to move from LA, now I'm indulging in this. Now I'm really, now I'm getting tattoos, people are coming around asking me for me, you know what I'm saying? And it's all Everybody that we know each other, like I said, right. then. So it was like, fuck. So I told her straight up. I go, my mom from a gang. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's not why we left Mexico. You fucking cholo in Barrio. Like, all the fucking words you could think of, you know? And I was just like, fuck. Well, I mean, I'm already here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so.
1: yeah. No, I get it. At a certain point, you know, sometimes the, the parent sentiments become... He's going to do what he's going to do, so let me try to at least minimize, yeah. you know, whatever happens to him. Let me at least try to school my son on whatever he's, he's already going to do it. So let me at least try to minimize the trouble, the, the you know, whatever heartfelt situations that will, you know, fucking getting shot or something. Yeah, yeah. Let me put you up on game a little more to avoid that. Um, so you're growing up, You're you're already part of the neighborhood, you're doing that. So we chopped it up a little bit. Hmm. The good thing for you is you never really got incarcerated, a big stretch like no. that, right? how mm-hmm. how how is that, um, at what age or what did you do to kind of pivot? There had to be a pivot, right? Or maybe yeah. an eye-opening moment where you're like, let me slow down a little bit, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when I went to sixth grade, graduating from elementary, my mom did send me to Laguna Beach. Oh, she you was ended like, up going, huh? She goes, yeah, you got to go. So di- right? different world. You get sent to a different. whole different world. Remember we are talking about immigration? Yeah. That shit was going on there. Right there. Fools were getting picked up. Ooh. Immigration fucking vans in downtown Laguna Beach. All that shit. You know, Pacific Coast Highway and Broadway, that was like center for immigration. So I was down there. That's sad, man. And I knew um, English already. I mean, I know how to okay. speak it. Everything's good, you know?
1: How, how old were you more or less? Uh,
2: at that time, what? It was pretty much like going on 12. Not okay, even sixth 11. Grade. Okay, 6th gotcha. grade. Mm-hmm. So oh. I went... And the same shit started happening over there where now I knew English, right? But now I'm getting made fun of because I look like a cholo. They don't fucking know what the fuck's going on about cholos Mm. in Laguna Beach. So they're like, what the fuck? What's going on here, you know? Like, so the teachers, I got put in ESL. And I'm like, I'm not fucking ESL. Like, I know, you know? I understand, yeah. I get it. But no (laughs) matter what, I was forced to be there. But I started being harassed and being called a, a beaner or a wet bag.
0: So you were mainly with, like, Caucasians. Like,
2: yeah, it was predominantly, right? Mm-hmm. So I was chilling, and I was like, fuck, so I started getting into fights there. So, Which is
1: probably a lot worse. Yeah, channel, man, I got kicked that, out
2: yeah. in, like, a month. Oh, really? Kicked out of the whole damn Thurston Middle School in Laguna Beach. I fought with Sanders, this white boy, at the last time. And it was all over fucking soccer. Like this fool, I played soccer. I was doing my shit, and I know how to play soccer. Fuck, I'm Mexican. You know, it my parents, everybody's <laughs> teaching. I know He's this saying, shit. I'll play yeah.
0: soccer, yeah.
2: Well, this fool got mad. So he, we went to the restroom. He called me out my name, and I fucked him up, and they kicked me out. So my parent, my my uncles were ashamed of it because supposedly I was going there for help, right? So they didn't tell my mom, but I was getting frustrated, like that I was there. So I called my mom one day, and I go, Mom, if you don't come get me, I fucking looked up all the routes. I know how to get from Laguna Beach to Pasadena. I'll do that shit this weekend. And she's like, what? You haven't been in school? I go, I haven't been in school in fucking three months. So she picks me up, takes me back. I get back. I know how to fucking ride a skateboard. <laughs> That's what you
1: picked up? Yeah. Two months <laughs> spring, uh, Skateboarding okay beach, and shit.
2: Huh? Okay. And I came back, and my homies looked at me, and they were like... What the fuck, <laughs> So they start ragging in my actual homeboys now from, you know, my neighborhood start ragging on me. Like, fucking white boy, you left, look, you got hair now. Right, right. So Very now right. I'm like, what do I do? So now I start thinking in my mind, you know, because we're talking about the jail shit. What do, what's my next level? Correct, yeah. You know? So now I'm like, fuck it. We're going to start jumping motherfuckers. We're going to start doing whatever we do. And my next, to me in my mind, is like, I'm gonna go to jail. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna yeah. get there. You know, you now came to
1: that realization yeah, already. Like quit. this is this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, because
2: placement, Leonardo was already doing that even before, right? Six He was already in and out. My homeboy Listo just got out. And to me, Listo was like a poop butt. So I was like, what the fuck? And this dude already be up on game on me. So now we're competition, right? So I start getting in trouble I get fucking We're stealing fucking Pull outs And I pull out a, a ice pick On a white boy In San Marino Cops pick me up My mom says Fuck that Signs me over To the fucking state yeah. And I'm like Fuck I'm literally 12 years old now I'm 12 And I'm like What the fuck Is going on here I'm going I mean, to jail yeah. To me There are older people In there You know what yeah. I'm saying yeah, And I'm like Fuck Fuck it This is what I'm doing You know My pivot point was I went to jail. I was supposed to be there for a month. Mm -hmm. I ended up doing six months because I was fucking up. I turned 13 in there. Well, I went to the box one day, you know? And when I went to the box, I stood in that motherfucker for 30 days.
0: When you say the box, this is like the shoe, I'm getting. The
2: shoe, but as a juvenile.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm in Camp Miller, and I'm like, Fuck, like, I'm stressing like I'm in a fucking box, like a little fucking yeah. thing for 30 days. You know, we did a fucking, it was a whole riot. I was about to get fucking exp- um, sent to YA for it. All this bullshit, you know, and I'm like, damn, is this really what I want to do? Like, like Forever. for real, you know, like, like, like what, what, yeah. so I'm like, fuck that. This is not for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not what's going to happen. I need to become smarter. I need to do shit different. You know what I, mean? I might not leave this environment, mm-hmm. but I got to be better at it. Mm-hmm. So I get out, and my homies start putting me up on game. They're like, hey, stupid people go to jail. You want to be stupid?
1: Yeah.
2: Or you want to be fucking out? And I'm like, damn, but... Isn't that what you guys did? So I'm kind of conflicted, right? And like, it's important to highlight that, right?
1: Some homies are telling you otherwise, but you see the tattoos. Yeah. You see the prison conversations, and you're like, why are you telling me otherwise if I want to be like you? How are you going to tell me to not go that route if.?
2: So I was a little confused, right? You know, but I was like, all right, cool. So I just did things different. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk about shit. I don't do none of that. I just, whatever happens, happens, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I was just, you know, I just learned to navigate myself a little better and around around certain situations, you know what I mean? That's what my pivot point, though, was right there. Going to the box for those 30 mm-hmm. days. To today, I'm like, fuck, man, what the fuck? And people rag on me. They might even say, like, fool, you ain't even been to prison. Or, you ain't did this. Or, you yeah, ain't, I don't is, give a fuck. Exactly. What?
1: It's not a highlight. Yeah, it's not yeah.
2: like, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just keep it real. Some of these people that go to prison, even nowadays, they're going for fucking drugs for beating up their girl on some dumb shit. Man so, man, I mean, man. if we really going to be talking about we gangsters and we doing it, you ain't even doing no gangster shit. I mean, yeah, you might keep a gangster in there, and you might have been doing your whatever, no, you gotta do. but you didn't do, like, some real shit where some fools are in there forever and never coming out because they done did some real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, for me, that was my pivot point, right? Then and there, it was like, I'm not doing that. Did I go to jail again? Yeah, I did go. Like I said, I did juvenile shit, you know? So, I did go back. But then again, I was like, man, I'm back up in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Stripped. Stripped yeah. of everything
1: that you and like. And again. Everything that you like to do, of anything you like to look at, you're stripped of it.
2: Yeah, right? you know? And then I had kids at a young age. Oh, you know? did you? how, how, what, how, yeah How old you? I was 15 when we had our first oh, kid. My oh, God. man. Okay, yeah. so that so, is very young. Yeah, yeah. so... Unfortunately, my first son, I didn't make him biologically, but I was there when he was a kid, you know? So my my son Frankie, you know, I love that fool. So I grew an attachment right away. So when I didn't, wasn't around him, it was like, the fuck? And when I went to jail, the last, the last time I was juvenile, my daughter was going to be born. I wasn't oh. there to see her. So it was like, damn, my mom was like, again, in my ear, like, fool, what kind of fucking dad are you? You said you don't want to be like your dad, but at least your dad was home.
1: And I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. So
2: it's just all this shit, and I'm just like, that really fucked me up, like, not being there for my daughter, you know? Like, I don't think it had an an effect on her, like a negative effect, you know? But still, right, like, who doesn't want to be there to see their kid born, you know what I mean? That's a fucking, that's, like, very, like, one of your most highlighted moments, I guess you would want to say, you know what I mean, that you would want to be there for, you know? So and,
1: and, and I love the fact that you you, you actually did it right. Most people say I want to be there for my kid, yeah. but the, all their actions are proven otherwise. Yeah. So I'm glad that you actually said it and spoke it into existence. You yeah. know, how many times do you run into dudes like I want to do this and I want to help my family, but you're still fucking around? How, yeah. how it's just never gonna happen. Yeah. You know?
2: and, and don't get me wrong, like. I did fail my family a lot, you know what I'm mean? saying? Don't get me on other and other aspects, yeah, yeah. you know? I did, you know, Which just because of life. Life, right? you know? life is yeah. long and it's hard. Yeah, you know? so I, I don't want to say that I was a perfect parent, you know what I'm mean? saying? Because to this day, I'm not. You know, yep. and I'm still fucking up, you know? But at least I, I, I knew that I didn't want to keep going back to jail because I could end up in jail because just like I indulged in the gang life, mm-hmm. imagine me doing that in prison. I probably would still be there right now. So I was glad that at least my homeboys, like my homeboy silent, you know what I'm saying, from the jokers, like he was one of the main ones, you know what I'm saying, my homeboy Wito, they were the main ones telling me like, man, we've been there, trust me, people can highlight that shit all they want, but that's Mm -hmm. not the life you want to live, man, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, so I'm appreciative of that, you know what I'm saying, my homeboy Scrappy going to YA telling me how YA was, he's like, fool, you end up in YA, you'll be stuck in prison for sure, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, fuck. You know my homeboy Chimpy? Man, he got busted when he was 13. That fool did 15 years for a murder he oh, did.
0: Fucking 13. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? Shit. He got out as an adult. You know, he came home and he was like, down and fuck that shit. I'm
1: cool on that. Yeah, all and of he was the one that I'm I was glorifying,
2: right? And he's like, to this day, he's out. He's doing construction, doing good shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think in my neighborhood, because I can't talk for other neighborhoods, you know? We did have some good people like I said you know what I mean because people want to always talk about negative on some gang banging right That's not all we do man like we actually have lives you know like we yeah, do normal yeah. shit we just got caught up in that's a fucking said. in our environment that's what it was We just got caught up in it you know what I mean so that was my pivot point right then and there was going to fucking the box for 30 days.
1: I love it, man. That's dope. That you didn't have to wait. You didn't have to do none of that. You know, Mm. Um, I tell people part of my journey too. I was in and out of like the stations, like three, four times. Literally, Mm. as soon as I turned eighteen, turned nineteen, I catch my prison sentence. But I always tell people, I knew from day one that if they let me out, I am never coming back to this place. I I didn't get a a chance to get out immediately, but I knew. I knew. Same way you said it. I was like. If they would have given me 24 hours, I swear I would never come back to this man. fucking place, you know? So, yeah. I'm with you. And then county's
2: different, like, right? Because yeah, yeah. I've been to the county, too, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I've been to gang modules, all that shit, you know what I mean? Especially but it's if like, it
1: was in those times, the early 90s and all that. Yeah, that was man, it was that heavy.
2: shit, when I went to the gang, to the county, I was like, oh, this is why for sure I'm not doing this <laughs> shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? This is just cause sure just why keep why it I'm real, like, those like, ones, yeah. I mean, people die in prison, bro. We're supposed yeah. to be there. Not saying that you're supposed to be, like, taken care of and pampered, but motherfuckers really die in there. And don't get, like, found to like, two days later sometimes. That's or, fucking nuts. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's just from people that's told me. I haven't been there, like I said. You know what I mean? So it's just like, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: It, and just for the sake of time, because I know you do have somewhere to go. <laughs> um, now, we just kind of, like, getting into your your more of adult life, right? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of what you do now is you do gang invention as well, right? Yes. Back at Pasadena. Yes. Um, Kind of what got you back into that or getting you into that?
2: I think, you know, I'm 45, you know? I think what it was, um, I just started, like, hardcore on it. I've been doing it for, like, 15 years, you know? I yeah. tried it Oh, really? And okay. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing it for a long time, you know? But I just never really got out of my neighborhood. I'm, I'm still from my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? I'm not out. I never got jumped out. I'm not going anywhere, you know? I have a different sight on it. What it was, was my son, he passed away in 2020, right? Yeah.
1: No way so, he started to hear
2: that, yeah. Um, when he passed away, I remember him being like, are you going to change? What are you going to do? You know what I mean? You going to continue to do the same shit, dad? And I'm like, fuck. So when he passed away, it was like, you know, I mentioned um, OG Big Preach from PDL, right? And it's like, I met him, you know, and he said, man, I did 25 years. You know, he didn't even get to see his kids, you know. So for me, like I said, I'm not a parent, a good parent, right? Well, I'm a good parent, but I'm not a perfect parent, you know. Mm -hmm. Correct, yeah. That was one of my points where I said, I got to do this. Like, and because all the shit that I did, all the homies that I encouraged to do some bullshit, like, and I'm not trying to down no no other man on what they're doing, you know. But for me and my community, like, I'm done with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in 2020, the city recognized me and was like, man, like, you're an influence in Pasadena. There was a lot of violence going down. They actually reached out, you know, and was like, hey, you know what I'm saying, how can you help us help out the community, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'm down, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can we do, you know? That's amazing. So for me... Mm -hmm. Getting that recognition, you know what I'm saying, and 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 f- the biggest part was my homeboys were behind me, and that's not doesn't happen a lot, right? Yeah, Homies yeah. would be like, why are you trying to fucking do that? My homeboys actually listened to me, my older and my younger ones, you know. So to me, seeing that, and then my family being like, damn, I've seen a whole nother person, right? Because everybody knows Downer, you know what I'm saying, but they don't, they didn't know Flavio, you know what I'm saying. So when I started doing that and started seeing that even my enemies, quote unquote, were like, "Hey, what's up, Donner? Like, I heard you're doing this. I heard you're doing that. That's dope, man. Like, keep doing that. You know?" It was like, "Damn." It's
1: like validated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, even people that don't like me is being like, "Hey, man, you know how can you help me get a job? Or do you know where I could go get one? You know what I mean?" And things that I wasn't given. Now, I'm able to do and guide somebody, you know, because I can't do it for them, but I could at least give them some resources, you know, and that's what I'm about. Mm -hmm. Because that's literally what I'm about. Even though I do the gang prevention intervention stuff and other stuff, I look at myself like a resource because nobody gave me this. So I I search for shit. You know what I'm saying? I I look for it, you know. You know, I'm like so open-minded that... I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch the shit around. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm going to be the first motherfucking gang member to be in council. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't illegal to be a gang member. That's what people get twisted at. You know what I'm saying? Like, the activities you do might be illegal. Very mm. true, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's KKK still up in this motherfucking Proud Boys. They still running around. So let's not get things twisted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, i and then. Even helping the city, I helped the city get a two point five million dollar grant. Nice, damn.
1: That how, how does that go? How do they go about it with that? You have to speak or something. People want to hear your story.
2: No, and what it was was like there was a lot of violence going down. So when they got us all together, this um, in twenty twenty, there was a bunch of grants coming out, right? I mean, COVID hit all this shit, right? So okay, more violence, okay, yeah. right? Violence is out. out. So the government, everywhere. Yeah, that, so yeah. the government said, how can we help out these cities? So my city said, let's look for these grants. They found a grant that will match it and said, but you have to work around violence interruption. So OG Big Preach was already doing that. Mm-hmm. So he hits me up and says, hey, I want to bring you in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to do this? And I was like, well, what I got to do? He's like, don't trip. You just come in, do what you do already, We'll get someone else to help us, and they'll do the – the because the, we had to write a proposal. That's how I did it. So you had to do that. a proposal. And in that proposal, you got to prove whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, that you say you're going to have. So through being gang-influenced, you know, and things like that, they they everybody knows me in the city, from the mayor to the councilman to the city manager. So they know all that. I talk about it freely. I don't – like I say, even here, I'm a gang member. I'm just not a gang banger, which is right. a uh, whole other thing too, right? So for me, is I started educating people on that, so they saw that, and when they wrote it, and then with preacher's background, doing 25 years in prison, and it's like, oh man! So they just supported us, you know. Right. The city supported us, and they won it. You know what I mean? So they actually they got a five million dollar grant.
1: That's fire! That's that is nuts. amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: And the reason why I think it's us too, too, and I hope I'm not like I said it earlier. Pasadena is a nice area, but I think part of what you did could have made it that nice area. Like, well, well it's definitely. That, it's that comfortable, safe space because of part of what you did. Like, yeah, yeah. but we don't know the whole intricates, but I'm pretty sure that's, uh, that's still part of it. Like, you know? Yeah, I mean,
2: because through that, they, they, you know, we're able to, like, do these other programs, right? Like, yeah, OG man. Big Preach, he helps our kids with doing um, security. We've helped a bunch of kids get into security. You know what I mean? And he does that on his own through his not So through all that, well the game that I picked up too is like start your own nonprofit. We ain't gonna wait for everybody else. We're not gonna, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't wanna work through the city all my life. You know what I'm mean? So all that. So that's what I started doing. Very we true. started picking yeah. up game. O. G Big Preach taught me game and we started doing it. So he started his nonprofit. I started my nonprofit.
1: Okay, so you have your own nonprofit now? Yeah. What's the non profit?
2: Brown and Black Foundation. There we go. And out of
1: Pasadena.
2: Out of Pasadena.
1: That's beautiful, That's man. You know? So you went from being a, um, growing up in the neighborhood, not necessarily leaving, but actually contributing, giving back, mm-hmm. and establishing something where there's some level of positivity coming out of that. Yeah. Right? Like, there, there's there's
2: just... We do handball tournaments. We do basketball tournaments. We've given our backpacks. Mm.
1: You
2: know what I mean? That's how I know Sam. You know what I mean? Because... Okay, okay. See, I know Sam through um, Sarah Mendoza. She does unemployment. She works in unemployment. Sam used to work in the plumbing in Pasadena. So, through all of this, they're like, hey, man, you need to meet Sam. Sam used to work out here. And I was like, what? Like, who's Sam? Mm-hmm. So They're like, oh, we'll go meet him. You know? So, I went and came in and met Sam. And Sam's like, hey, you know, you need a job, you need anything? I'll help try to help you out. And I was like, you know what? I'm looking for a job, you know? So, that's how I ended up with you guys. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. And just for
0: those that don't know who Sam, Sam is our program director, also our jobs coordinator, service director, so... He oversees yeah. the majority of everything out here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's all network, right? And it's all like, like I said, navigating through these things and learning things. And then like what you guys are doing here is what I want to do in Pasadena. That's
0: that's
1: dope. That's dope, man. That's man. dope. And, and uh, people don't know, like... It's, a, it's hard to get it started or whatever, but once you get it going, and if it's something that you're passionate about, it'll be just as easy to keep it going once you establish it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I tell people, I love, I, this is what I do. I, yeah. I've always chopped it up with dudes that, that when we come out, people don't know that we group together and we kind of tell our stories because a lot of the times the moment of incarceration becomes, a, a, a like I said, it becomes the the demarcation point from you leaving that certain lifestyle, like you said, mm. I don't. People see them certain like homies and, and neighborhoods as neighborhoods, mm. yes, but they're your community. That's where you grew mm. up. I played hide and go seek, cops and robbers on Market Street, you know, in Inglewood. I I grew up on big. I you know it goes on and on. It's mm. like I I literally went to buy white teas in the liquor store. We grew up here, like mm. literally playing football in the middle of the street. Like these are kids that that you know. So it's like why not. Not participate in the bullshit, but give back, give opportunities, set some options out there, different avenues, you know?
2: Yeah, because that's like, to put it like you just said, let's keep it real. So do you know why the KKK wears masks or hoodies? It's because they're all fucking doctors. They're all mm-hmm. lawyers. No, it's- so they were covering themselves so people won't realize who they were because then they're going to go work Steve. with you. Yeah. Right, so that's why they wore those hoodies. But see, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna keep who we are. I ain't gotta wear a fucking mask over my face and pretend oh, yeah. to be something yeah. that I'm not. That's who I am. But we're gonna keep it real, and we're just gonna support ourselves. Right. That's why I named my thing Brown and Black Foundation because I really do believe in brown and black and unity. For me, Mike, I have a quote. Everybody knows me for it. It's called Brown and Black equals gold.
0: Baby, yeah.
2: People don't like. Every people are saying it. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. swear. In Pasadena, people are going around. They're like, "Oh, so you're the dude that says that?"
1: Yeah. I know you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a shirt at this point. Uh, mm-hmm, not Oh man, there it is. there. But that's I'm a doer. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know that, well, we I, might have to X this out. <laughs> that's an idea.
2: Yeah. We do Yeah. So it's like, but yeah, you know what I mean? To me, like that's my next level. You know, that's yeah. my my next level is. Uniting brown and black people, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, we have this narrative out there that we don't like each other, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you know, blacks are on this side, brown on this side. Mm-hmm. Man, we do the same shit. We same even exact eat thing. the same, 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 same shit. Community. We just cook it different, maybe. Yeah. We might use different ingredients, mm-hmm. right? Your mom fucks you up. My mom fucks me up. My dad was fucked up. Your dad was, whatever it was, you know? Mm-hmm. We actually, we're like this. We're more
1: similar than not. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like to highlight that or they just, there's a lack of yeah. highlighting it. I'm not yeah. saying they're intentionally not highlighting that, but you're absolutely right. We're way more alike. Our communities, look at we grow up, we're, we're in the same communities, you know? Um, exactly.
2: Like I live my, me growing up, even being in Northside, I literally lived in like PDL territory for eight years. All the eight years I lived right there with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I seen fools getting their ass whooped by their mom, not being let out, being punished, being grounded, whatever the scenario was, right? So it was like, damn, you know, and I still know. So I know Billy, I know fucking uh, Big Preach, I know B Rock. Like I know all these people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just, I think that we allowed, in reality, let's keep it real, mm-hmm. we allowed the system. To throw all the shit in the fucking pot in on us, and then lock us up, and then we started being like, "Oh shit, we gotta protect ourselves." So then that started spilling into us, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, like, like I said, man, I and we're the that, yeah. exact same fucking people. It was just we just got lost. That's so, all. Like I said, we got lost in the whole fucking right. trend. But if you talk to real like older dudes. They'll tell you, like, man, I'm cool. We cool. We're we're just we grew up together. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I mean, yeah. and look at it now, man. Come on, like, now I don't use the word, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of like, words that we use that are the same. People dress the same. Like, I mean, even here at PV Jobs, I haven't seen one dude be like, man, fuck that dude, or congregating to themselves or mm-hmm. anything nice. It's, we good, you know what I'm saying? So why can't we put this out in the street?
1: I love
2: that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And really do that. So I walk, we preach. My, some of my homies, don't get me wrong, there's going to be those haters, straight up. There's going to be them people that be like, man, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look, like, he's a Negro lover. Oh, oh, he's a Mexicano lover. Like, I literally, one of the booby trap. his brother, his younger brother, said that this dude from PDL called him a black bison. I'm like, why would you do that shit? Like, in a negative way. Because he hangs around with Mm Rasa, And he goes, that's fucked up. And I was just like, what the fuck? So we really do it to ourselves, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we allow it, you know? So I think through leadership, right? And some of us older cats being like, hey, man, stop that shit. Mm -hmm. It could change, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at now, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to do. I want to promote some good shit. Own some businesses. Fucking own our own. Like, I don't have a house, but I'm going to have a fucking house. Yep. You
0: know what I'm no, saying?
2: man. Like, and create some fucking generational wealth. Yeah.
1: You
2: know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm I'm fucking tired of being broke. You know what I'm saying? But it was, I did it, so I ain't blaming nobody else for it. It's me. I did that shit. Mm-hmm. I, did, I wanted to do all that other, I want to do this now. You know what so i So I believe in, I try to get into trading here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I started my nonprofit. profit I even have an LLC. That's why we talk about church. Got you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but I yeah. just haven't pushed it because I'm so like, I get caught up in doing all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm just, I like to plant these seeds and they're going to f- flower up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. But it's just going to take a little bit of time because I'm so back fuck up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that's just through my own doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to blame nobody or be like, oh, this and that, you know? 100%. Yeah, no, I love it.
1: The accountability that goes behind it too. Yeah. You're, you're, you're being held accountable to your own actions. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah um, what, what's one of the big things that you got maybe that you foresee for, uh, as you said, Black and Brown Unity? Yes. Uh, found, found foundation Foundation. Um, maybe like an event that you're you're kind of scheming on. what What's something that you kind of like, I would love to do this eventually? or, or...
2: There's a lot yeah. of stuff, you know, but one thing that I want to do, I think through music, right? Music hits everybody. Everybody. I don't care yeah. what color you are or what you're doing, right? Well, Pasadena, I don't know if you guys know, um, the BET's were there one year
1: oh no wait really BT awards? Okay. awards yeah.
2: but that's when Night, everybody was out so it got banned you don't, can't mm-hmm. have hip hop shows in Pasadena they're literally like they talk about it
1: seriously no yeah. hip hop shows in no hip hop shows what the fuck?
2: they let Eminem I think they let Eminem maybe a few years back go but literally I've been in council sitting in meetings where they bring up stuff that I now want to have in that show here. I want to have something like that but bring everybody together like a festival Yeah, and not on some, like, hip-hop. Maybe I'm thinking more, like, oldies, because I think it's a neutral, right? It's very neutral, right? We ain't going to get people turning up and shit. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because you need some, like... <laughs> I, I, I believe in love, right? You know what I mean? We have to have some love up in this motherfucking area. You know what I'm saying? So, through some good music, even jazz, maybe. You know, throw something like that, and then just invite jazz everybody. fire, yeah. Just bring everybody. Free. Like, not on some like, cool. oh, we're going to charge and... No, nah, man, I want to bring, like, I remember going to the park and going as a family, not with the homies and chilling. I remember when I was younger, I brought my kids, my mom, my dad, even though we're all from the hood, everybody was yeah, there. Barbecue, yeah, barbecue, for sure, yeah. No one's doing that shit, so that's yeah, what I want right. to do. I
1: haven't been to a bar, I haven't done a barbecue. I used to do barbecue, all that, now I'm like, park? I ain't going to no park, What am I going to go to a park
2: for Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, that's what I want to do. Like I'm, I, I'm, We were just talking about Halloween. Look how crazy Halloween's got. Or even, like, any holidays, like, because all this COVID shit, right? Like, everybody's all scared. I haven't seen somebody do a fucking trunk. Put their candies in the trunk. Oh, come like by, you know? To
0: treat, yeah. Like,
2: what the fuck? Oh, like, yeah. like, there's no intera- social interaction. Like, you know? And actually, what's crazy is I'm going to school for sociology. So I'm learning shit nice, like that. Nice, man. Right?
1: That's that's my major, man. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. So, I um, know that.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to get my master's in that shit, you know? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like, because we don't do that. We, we're we human, you know? We're supposed to socialize, and we're supposed to learn how to get along, you know? That's, I think that's, for me, That's I think that's our goal, right? How can we all just fucking get along? Whether wherever you're or wherever you're at, you know? And that's what I want to do, you know what I'm saying? I want to bring some fucking socializing back. I mean, have fun, man, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just... Enjoy our kids, not you know. I'm glad that our kids aren't into all the shit now. you know what I mean, but that's just what I want. I want to have a better fucking world for us, man.
0: Oh yeah, man. I
1: love, I love it, it, man. I love that shit too. Yeah, I love
2: it. You know what, Flavio? I know we we
1: are short on time. I appreciate you though taking the time and even like out of nowhere, we didn't have, uh-huh. even have no prep or nothing like right. that. Um, if there's anything you want to shout out before we go, right now is the time. Uh-huh. Anything, anything. You're you're. Uh, social, we tell people even their social um, email, social uh, media, whatever. See if people want to reach out. They might have some words for you. Yeah, or, you know,
2: you can follow my um, it's Brown and Black Foundation, but if you follow it through IG, it's B-E-N B Foundation. Um, That's my IG. I really don't have anything else. I'm going to have a website coming up soon, you know what I'm saying, where I'm yeah, going to have more events, yeah. contact info and stuff like that. I'm working on that now. So maybe within the next month or so, I have a website up. You know what I mean? And other than that, you know what I mean? Just show some love out there, man. On some real shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. fucking stop all this hate shit. And, you know what I mean? Let's just enjoy life, man. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's get it, baby. That being said, Re-Entry Network Podcast. Shout out to Flavio for taking the time. Thank, Thank you, you, man. You Thank for you, real. Thank
2: you. And that's it. Cut. Let's get Thanks. it. <laughs> was the- Flavio, got right here. Thank you guys for Reentry True Podcast for bringing me on. I appreciate you. I thank you. Follow them, support them. We're out here with some new shit. Just bring the love, man.